Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. It's your boy, Jay Bougie. We are checking out the Three Count Podcast. You already know what it is. One of the four men- members of the TakeOver. This is what we do. We're going to get crazy right here. Take witness. God bless. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now We're Into the Ring, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. That's right. And by this time, you guys, just say it with me, I am your Sherpa. That's right. But like every good Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. And who's entering the ring today? Well, he comes to him from SWF. Upper Limit, Invictus, LTW, Outbreak, and IWA. He is the true form of an entertainer. Bring it up for Jay Bougie. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you. That was an amazing intro. Um, I'm going to need you to clip that and send that to me. I just put that on Instagram. I need that. Thing, man. I got you. I got you for it. I got you for it. Yo, man. So, honestly, uh, <laughs> you you got some heat with my uh, my co-host. Right? Yeah. You yeah. and uh, you and Chaz going back and forth, man. The the shit is the shit is great. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chaz. He, he, so I think like my first interaction with him was like a year ago when I like. So I just hit a year on the Indies. Like, mm-hmm. like we in May now. So last month, about about a month now, uh, has passed since I hit a year. And with I was like six, seven months in, we had interacted because I was doing a. a a podcast interview actually on Instagram live with off the top rope podcast. And um, he was in there, you know, showing love and everything. And they was like, yo, Bougie, you got to check my guy out. This, this, and that. And it was like, yo, like we have a match. And I'm like, yeah, I'll punch him in his face any day of the week. So he was like, oh, word. Like, 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 like huh? He's like, all right, Bougie, I'm going to see you. I'm going to see you. So like, I, we haven't seen each other ever. Like prior to then I made my outbreak uh, debut and he was there you know, I seen him, he seen me, you feel me? We, we kept it professional at all times, you know what I mean? It was all cool, but then, you know, I call him slipping at the end of the night because, you know, he did go on as main event. And, you know, he's in there celebrating. You know, I just swooped in real quick. I popped on his boys and I popped on him. I let him know, like, you know, you was talking hot, bro. You know, you you, you got your people. Everybody knows I'm takeover. They know I, they know I got the takeover with me. I'm pretty sure they thought they was there that night. But, you know, sometimes I like to ride by myself. So I told him, like, listen, man, we're going to do this real soon. We're going to do some business because, you know, you be talking crazy. Then, you, then of course, he goes on Twitter because you know he loved Twitter, bro. You know he <laughs> he, loved, he just start talking mad, reckless. Yo, bro, I be minding my business. I could be like, good morning, bro. It's like, fuck you, bougie. I'm like, damn, all right, cool. We gonna yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 always it's always like that with the dawn. Like, there's no... There's no pullback. Like it's always a like usually like and you're right. Like I'm glad that you said it like that, right? You usually wake up in the morning, you're like, mm, what a beautiful morning. It's like, fuck you. And you're like, what the hell, man? Literally, bro, like I can't even get a good stretch in yet. It's all off rip, just going crazy. Ding 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 ding. I'm like, alright, I got I got like you know, just you want to thank thank God, just right underneath it, it's a reply. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> Right, you know what? I'm talking my phone. I ain't on Twitter today. Shit. Yeah. But, yo, man, so for anybody who doesn't know who you are, man, who is Jay Bougie? Oh, man. Jay Bougie is, um, wow, that's a great question. I don't think I've actually been asked that question, like, in a long time. 
um jay bougie is a guy that gets underneath your skin bro like as you can see like i said with chaz like i just say good morning and <laughs> there he goes f you bougie but um yeah bougie's that guy that um that doesn't care what people think uh i have a chip on my shoulder it is very apparent a lot of people know that i actually have a reputation i have a chip on my shoulder and i think rightfully so bro because it's like nobody could do what i do bro 100 percent. you feel me and 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 your introduction from you said, man, it's a true entertainer, bro. I go out there and I entertain people, bro. And I could be a phenomenal professional wrestler at the same time, but why not just be a professional wrestler and be an entertainer out there? I mean, I'm going to pop myself. You know, I'm going to do things that make me laugh. I'm going to do things when I get to the back. The boys say, like, yo, bro, why you did that? I'll be like, but you liked it, though, right? He's like, yeah, you're right, bougie. You wild. You feel me? <laughs> That's who I am, man. And, 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 of course, everybody knows I'm a god figure definitely a god figure everybody knows what i do i hear you know i tell people they gotta take witness when i say take witness i'm saying that because like right now the the point of my career where i'm at and, and along with takeover is like we not gonna be here at this point very long bro you feel me like we making moves so we could just get out of here like we always thinking ahead we always thinking what's next what what's going on i'm pretty sure you see everybody knows what's the next big thing coming up for us scp Shane Taylor Promotions, bro. You feel me? So we we, we them guys, and that's how I say we, because I, I always think of my brothers. You feel me? If I go somewhere, they definitely there with me. If they go somewhere, we all together, bro. You book one person, you booking all of us, bro. It's crazy. Like, we, we went and did um Dirty Hills podcast. Uh, it's supposed to just be me. Open the door. He's like, I knew you wasn't coming alone. I knew it. I knew it. So it's like, we got things, bro, where it's literally like, if, if you booking one person, it's like, yo, the other three might be there, bro, and they might jump somebody that night. And nine out of ten times, we definitely jump somebody that night. So, <laughs> yo, you brought it up though, yeah. And uh, you know, by the time this comes out, I'm sure that match will have already happened. But you are working STP Shane Taylor Promotions. We've mm-hmm. actually had all those guys. Really? Yeah, we've had them all. <laughs> like, huge fans of those guys. We've actually had Dirty Heels on this podcast as well. So trust me, like. You're speaking in a circle that I'm like well familiar with, and I'm like, there's no, there's no hiding in that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I love that that pool of uh, talent that you were talking about. Uh, yo, so you know, you said to yourself like you've been in for about a year now, you know, and that's the time that you guys met with Chaz. Like you've been about six months in. So I'm curious, how did you get into the sport? Yo, so um, you know the, the the usual origin story of everybody. You know, watched it when I was young, mom, dad, the whole vibe there. Uh, that was something I did with my mom, and my mom still continued to watch it with me as I got older. Like it wasn't something where it was like, oh, like I'm six now, my mom's not watching no more. I'm twelve now, my mom's not watching no more. You know, like she legit watched with me because what we would do. So a lot of kids couldn't watch Monday Night Raw because, you know, Raw was, was all to like 11.05. It was like, right. nah, that is over. My mom, she was always cool, bro. She was like, nah, go ahead, watch it. And then once it's done, lay down. But the kicker was after Raw went off, Law & Order came on. So I was good anyway. So she thought I was going to be upset. Nah, I got another hour or so that I'm about to be up. But, um, yeah, you know, uh, fa- family thing, like, like I said with most people. Um, but when it came to, like, getting involved, bro – that's where it got tricky because we, we 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 in the city, we urban kids, we know how it is, you know how the community is with us, bro. It's like we either playing basketball, uh football, baseball, or you're not being that productive with yourself. So I actually ended up going to uh, unfortunately an all boys high school academy 
and they had a wrestling team there, right? So I'm like, oh shit, wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, bro, I'm hype. I'm hype. My mom sold me a whole dream, bro, and my grandma. So I'm like, I bet. And was I disappointed? I seen the little the the singlets, that the, the headgear, bro. All this. I'm like, this ain't what I signed up for, bro. Like, what is this? And then I tried it out for a little bit. I did it for like a couple months. But I'm gonna be real, bro. I stopped because some dude smelled really bad, bro. And I had like real bad, I would get bad eczema, bro. Like I would break out. And I wasn't trying to break out and smelling like nah. I said, I'm out of here. Uh, so then I, I go, we'll go to college. I went to college in Long Island, and my college was trash, bro. Like, there was nothing, like nothing to do out there. It's literally because everything was. It was on Long Island. It was the Vanderbilt Mansion, so it was everything right there, bro. Like all the buildings were there. You just won't see a classroom. The gym's there. There's like a little lake you can go out there. Like it was whack. It was just whack, bro. So we would go play ball, and I tried it for the basketball team that year. And the coach was like, yo, honestly, because I, I played ball when I was in high school, too. The coach was like, yo, like, I could put you on the team, but, like, you're not going to play. I got I got seniors, and I was in the HOP program, so you get an extra year, you know, with the financial aid and everything like that. Right. But he was like, yo, sit out this year, and if you want to come on next year, we could work, work over the summer. I'm like, all right, okay, cool. But I was like, all right. So I was just sitting in my room one day, bro. Like I said, it was boring. My, my roommate was on a baseball team, so he was off at practice sitting in there. I'm like, all right, if I want to take this basketball thing seriously, I need to start looking up stuff now. So I'm looking up, like, D-League trials for uh, the New York Knicks, um, the Nets, uh, Philly. Um, I think I look up Chicago. Like, some place where if I, if I could get on the bus, I'm going to go there. If I get any type of thing, I'm going to make it happen. And I was like, let me, let me, what about wrestling? Because at the time, I was work, I was working on uh, the, the Jordan store on 34th Street out here in the, in, in the city. And all my coworkers knew I was a wrestling fan. And they'd be like, yo, John, what, what happened on wrestling last night? Oh, ah, Randy Orton did this. Or Cena did this. Or whatever the case may be, bro. You know, I'll always fill people in. And then I'll just be in there and be like, yo, bro, I'm going to be a wrestler one day. And every time I said it, bro, they was like, nah, bro, you are. And this is me just saying it without really, like, believing it yet. You feel me? Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Then I looked up schools, bro. I found uh, House of Glory, you know, every, everybody knows House of Glory is out in Queens, and I found uh, World Unpredictable Wrestling, WW. So what it really came down to, bro, was like, all right, what the fuck is a hog, and what's a woo? I'm like, what does this mean? Like, what, what, what is an acronym? What is it here? And then Johnny Rise in the WWE Hall of Fame, bro. Enough said. You feel me? Like, because I grew up only watching WWE, bro. Like, I didn't know about indies. I didn't know about Japan. I didn't know about Ring of Honor. I didn't know about Impact until I was, like, maybe in the sixth grade. Didn't know about, I didn't know about none of that. So I only knew w, WWE and Stone Cold Steve Austin, bro. That's my favorite wrestler ever. So I looked it up, bro. And then, uh, like, a year, like, six months after I looked it up, I was um, working at Nike. And I just went after work one day because my coworker asked me, he's like, yo, bro, what you want to do? I was like, you know, like, I'll probably end up being a manager. He's like, nah, bro. Like, what do you want to do with your life? Like, do you want to be a manager or you say you're going to be a manager because you know you can? I was like, I want to be a wrestler, bro. He's like, so what you waiting for? Legit, bro, that next day, went right went right to see Johnny, bro. Like, that was like, because the way he worded it, bro, it was crazy because it's like a lot of people, we end up doing things in life that we know we can do rather than what we know we want to do. 
You know, it, it's, 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 it's a weird cycle and stuff that, that we're just like conditioned to do. You know, you work at a job, it's like, okay, part-time, full-time, assistant manager, manager, district manager, like whatever the case may be. And it's like, are you doing that because you want to? Or are you just doing that because that's just like the, the the chain, the lay of the land type, you know? And I went to wrestle, bro, and then now I'm Jay Bougie, and your boy is lighting me up on Twitter, bro. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's so weird because, like, you've, like, hit on so many points that, like, I've talked about numerous times on this podcast with different people, right? And it's it's funny how you you brought it up and you said the words that like, are you doing this because you you know that you can do this or is this what you really want to do? Ooh. And it's like you think about those things because like I've worked in the retail side of things, right? So like, you know, I used to be I was the assistant manager for like Olympia Sports, like for the longest time. That's the only plug you're ever gonna get on this podcast, by the way. Anyway. I was there. I was there. I was there. I was in, I was next in line to be a manager and I ended up moving, but I was like, I, I could be the manager. That could be cool. But then I was like, let me go work at GameStop. Right. And then I was like, I was a manager and I was like, this is not as fun as I wanted it to be. This job sucks. And so I remember like, just kind of like some things have happened, some things happened and I ended up leaving, but the whole idea that are you aiming for those things because you know those are low hanging fruit? Or are you going to actually aim for the top star? What are you going to do? And I like the aspect that you're like, nah, dude, I'm going to go grab what I want to go grab. So it's cool to, to hear you talk about that and like understand it. Cause like for me, going from like the military into like the civilian world and then going out and trying to like make something, I'm just like, I don't want to say like I wasted a lot of time, but I definitely understood that it's like you're, I'm kind of behind the eight ball, but still running with the rest of the pack it's just the, the, the way i look at it bro and and it was hard for me at first too because i'm i'm the oldest of four so i remember being on the phone talking to my uncle like yo like so, so first of all i didn't tell you bro my original college bro that i went to where i had like this whole moment where i was, I was gonna do it with my life yo bro they went bankrupt bro i did one year there and they went bankrupt so oh, man transfer from Long Island back to the city and I transferred to Mercy College to the campus in the Bronx because my mom's a paralegal so she worked in the office right across the street from there so I was like be with my mom bro go on lunchtime get some bread like I'm gonna be chilling with my mom he's like why not but when I transferred over there bro they messed up my financial aid and they told me like yo we're gonna pay for everything and then like right before the semester ended, they was like, yeah, nah, we need this is now. I'm like, and honestly, bro, I don't like school. So my thing was like, I'm not about to pay for something that I don't like. It it just makes sense, bro. If you don't like something, why are you going to pay for it? You know? So I was on the phone with my uncle and I was telling him, I'm like, yo, like, I think I'm going to pursue this wrestling. Like, but it was hard for me, bro. Cause like I sound the oldest of four. I set the example for my brothers. You feel me? I'm on, bro, I, I was crying, bro. I was upset. I'm Cause it, it it's a life, it's a life-changing decision. You feel me? Because like, you, you hear the norms, bro. It's like, go to college. If it's not go to college, go to the military. Like, you went to military, bro, and you did your thing over there. So it's like, for you to go completely off green and say, yeah, I'm going to be a professional wrestler, that's a fucking chance. That's a, that's a risk right there, as most people could say. But I looked at it as where it's like, what's success for me? Like, like how do I define success? So I told myself, like, all right, I'm going I'm to treat this like I'm going to treat college. I'm going to give this four years. And wherever I'm at, then we'll, we'll see how it goes. And right now, I'm about to enter my fourth year, and it's like I'm happy, bro. Like, like you said, I'm I'm, I'm at all these promotions, bro. Uh, one of my matches at Invictus got mentioned in PWI when I went against PJ for the first time. So it's like people knowing who I am, 
Robin introduces people. I'm going against Shane Taylor Promotions later on this month, bro. So it's like, it's crazy. So I just had to figure out what success was for me. And for the longest, bro, my family be like, are you going back to school? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? And for a while, I'd be like, yeah, 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 I'm going. But I was like, bro, it's over. Like, once I got, like, my confidence and, like, I knew where I was at in my career and I seen what I was doing, I'm like, nah, like, this is what I'm doing right here. You feel me? At the end of the day, I'm, I'm my own person. I'm a grown man. Even though I was, like, 22 when I was saying I'm a grown man, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm a grown man, so I'm going to do what I want. And you feel me? I, I just did it, bro. And then, and, and then it helps when you got – when you're around other people who took the same chance that you did, you know, I got, I got guys like PJ around me. I got Jacko. I got face. I got everybody that was training here with me, bro. And then I was able to learn under the tree of Johnny Roz, bro. Like I swear to you, bro, that shit was like college. Like it was. Cause you would want to sit in his office more than getting in that ring. You're going to learn so much more just from listening to him, bro. And that's what we would do. We would, like, like sometimes I purposely come there late, bro. I, I go to training late. I like get in the office, I sit down in the chair, then like after like 15 minutes, I take my bag off, I get real comfortable, then I just be here listening, like, all right, what you gonna teach me today? Like, like what I'm about to learn, you know, bro? So it's just crazy. And and then like even for you, bro, where it's like you're not even necessarily like behind the eight ball, bro. You're just moving at your own pace. Right. You're you're you're, you're doing your own journey and you have your own success that you gotta find and you'll find it as the time goes on. I always tell people, bro, like, we all move at our at our own speeds, bro. Like, I can't compare where I'm at right now to where, um, who, like, like who, where I'm, like, a Dante Martin or Ray Phoenix or, or Seth Rollins or, you know, anybody that's on there, bro, where it's like, nah, like, that's, that's just their time, bro. Like, my time's gonna come. I gotta just keep working on me. Yeah, it's interesting, though, man. Like, you mentioned, like, you're, like, running with like-minded people, right? And I think that we're, because, trust me, like the past that you were like even just like remotely talking about, like I did the college thing, right? I was a college wrestler, like to tell you, man. And I, I failed out of my first school and then I went to another college. By the way, I don't think I've ever mentioned that, that I failed out of my first school. Um, then I dropped out of my second one so I could go into the military. And I was trying all the paths and I was just hitting wall after wall after wall. And I was like, I'm not happy yeah. doing any of these things. And I think that's the, that's the, that's the thing that you ultimately want to find. You want to find the thing that makes you happy. And you just want to enjoy what you're doing, right? And so when I, when I came, I listen. I if anybody wants to put out there, I if you want to try, I probably have done it, right? So like, door to door sales, hated it. Uh, on the phone sales, hated it. Retail sales, hated it. The military, I love the military. I hated, I hated my chain of command. Loved everything else about my about the military. I did the college thing. And then I even went back to college and I graduated. Bye. And I was like, once I did everything, I was like, I have done everything that everybody else has like expected me to do, which was a great thing you brought up because you're talking about setting the example for your siblings. And I'm not, now I find myself trying to set the example for my daughter and like, hey, what do I want to accomplish? And how do I want my daughter to understand that? Like what I'm doing now, where I'm at now, and even the things I'm doing outside of it all help fund the dream that I'm trying to accomplish and I want her to do the same thing so you like you know being the oldest you're kind of like I don't say like you're a dad but you're a dad and nah, you're, you're I mean, setting that pace for him it, it's that responsibility bro because like I bro I grew up with my with my mom my aunt my grandmother my and my great-grandmother which is my my grandmother's mom 
and my great grandmother, who I lived with up until last year, who where I'm at right now at her house, which was my grandfather's mom. Yeah, my grandfather's mom, bro. So it was like I and I had my great grandfather up until like he died a couple years ago from cancer. So like I had nothing but women in my family, bro. Like women, and I was like the only the only like man other than my great grandfather who's well into his 60s my uncle who is still finding himself you know uh late 20s 30s who's having a kid and then then there's me you feel me bro like that's me from the time i was like 10 maybe up until now where i'm at bro and it's like it's just responsibility and just seeing where it's going like my like my mom gave me like a lot of like freedom when i was growing up like because you know i was a, I was a responsible kid like bro i ain't really do shit bro of course i go out chill with my friends, do the X, Y, and Z, whatever the case may be. And it's, but it's like, my mom would be like, yo, just call me at this time. Let me know you're good. Mom, what's up? I'll be home in a little bit. All right, cool. So it was like, ever since I was really young, I was given responsibility and I was able to like maintain it. Right. And I was able to like, okay, I got a little brother. Okay, dope. Shit, I got another little brother. Okay, dope. All right, I got another little brother. Okay. And, and so it was like, all right, I got to just make sure I'm doing good. And as long as you're happy too, and you're letting them know like, hey man, like, because it's it's something that we tell like everybody and and we we kind of hand it out as advice like all the time right like you can do anything that you want to do all you have to do is put the work in to get where you want to get to and like even for me right because we have a common we have a few common friends because obviously the wrestling world is small but even in particular like with Invictus like I am a I'm a massive fan of Invictus Pro Wrestling and I just pop up there just randomly just to say what's up. And just hang out for a little bit. I'm not even on. I wouldn't even book on the show. I just just show up and just like, hey, what do you need me to do today? Oh, you want me to just sit in the stands? Bet I'll be the loudest person sitting next to that Iron Sheik, the Iron Sheik kid, <laughs> and we're going to be cheering. <laughs> so it's it's really a fun thing, man. And, and when you have that much joy, and you can show other people you can have that much joy, like they're going to want to do their things too and be passionate. Yeah, bro, hundred percent. And and it's like what you said when like. When it comes to, like, doing anything you can do is put your mind to it and put the work into it. It's, like, you got to, like, just, you got to believe it and know that if this is what you want to do, this is your success. Like, a lot of things are going to come in play where a lot of people are going to say things or different obstacles from life. As long as this means success to you and you're happy, bro, nothing else matters. Like, everybody knows, like, right now. Like with indie wrestling, bro, we we know how the bullshit be out here, bro. We we know how some days you feel me, you go to get paid, that promoter done skated out on you or some shit, bro, or or that envelope might be a little short a couple times when you first getting out here, but it's like like I don't necessarily do it for the money. I'm having fun. You feel me? But it's like I make sure I get my money though. Like I like I, I definitely yeah. <laughs> feel me, but but it's like I'm having fun and then I remember like a couple months ago like my girl told me she was like I was getting upset where it was like yo like we being overlooked like what the fuck like how is this happening how's it happening like look at what we doing like why is it this why is it that and she's like yo like you came into all these people who's been there like bro I've, I've had runners with Jacob Fatu the big oos nothing but love and respect he he, he done helped us out a lot uh Sean Maluda Love Sean, bro. He's going to be on the show later on this month, bro. And and a whole bunch of other people where it's like, they tell you how it is when you've been at, you've been at the E or the big federation, whatever the case may be. And you hear everybody say they have the most fun on the indies, bro. 
And ever since, like, I started applying that, where it's like, nah, like, I can literally go out here and I can do whatever I want. Like, I could come out there, be a face, and then make matches turn heel. I could tell a kid, yo, suck it or screw whoever the case may be, bro, getting a kid face. Let me have fun now, bro. So, like, I'm enjoying all this right now because I know when the time comes, whenever I get that contract from WWE, AEW, New Japan, wherever the case may be, now I got to be a bit more, you feel me? Because yeah. mad eyes is on me. Now I'm a public figure for real, for real. I'm an influence of children, influence of, to, to men, to women, to everybody in the world watching. So I'm going to record me while still being myself, of course. You know, but it's, it's just different. You have, you have a lot more freedom here. Speaking of which, you said you've been around for like four years, and I just need to know what's the worst bump that you've taken. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> damn. Honestly, man, I want to say probably the one I took and it's crazy. So it wasn't even a bump; it just fell on the the couple weeks before IWA. I I champion so the rest of the takeover um he do hit me like the guitar crush like uh, he just went over but he went over and like landed on my shoulder yo bro that shit still hurt (laughs) oh my god but other than like getting like someone falling on you or you know just getting cleared all the time i did this one show out in philly like a year ago right yo bro it was raining it was raining. It was raining. There little wood sticks in the fucking ring, bro. There was it was massive getting in my eye, and the mat was so cold. I think I got like a body, a back body drop or a suplex. I said, "Yo, bro, we're done. We're done." <laughs> mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, I know all. I am. I'm very familiar with what it feels like whenever you just land on this. Nothing but just wet. Bro, yeah, it's not fun. Bro, you know what else sucks? The low boy rings. I hate low boy rings, bro. Oh, that just worse. Like, bro, like I, I've been like power bombed through chairs. I've, I've fallen on tacks. I've had all that fun stuff happen, but low boy rings. That's why I draw the line, brother. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Oh man, no, I understand. I definitely get it. Don't worry. After this, after after this whole, I'm sorry, you guys don't get to be preview like some of the conversations can happen post this interview. <laughs> but I'll I'll share with you some things that have happened, and you'll be like, oh whoa, <laughs> yo, easy. So you've kind of been out. You've been traveling around. I'm sure you probably have one of these. But what is that post match meal, post match ritual that you have after an event? So, all right, so some people may find this weird, but some people may are going to understand this, right? Everybody goes to Wawa. I can't stand Wawa, bro. It's not me. Like, like bro, I, I hate this false narrative that Wawa is the best food. out. It's not. I can't stand it, bro. So what I do. Right, me personally, we go to Wawa. I go over to the little snacks. I, I get the little the little nutter butter joints, bro. The mm-hmm. little, little, little bite sized drinks. I eat those, and I wait till I get home, bro. My girl, my girl's a damn near a chef, bro. So I come home. I got rice, beans, chicken. I got I got my got my drink on the side, bro. I got everything that I need to be great. So I just wait till I get home most of the time. But if I really really have to eat, bro, then I guess I might get a sandwich from Wawa, bro. But <laughs> just wait. Home, bro. You feel me? Because it's, it's like I'm a, I, 
I don't see like like I'm a picky eater, but most of that stuff be garbage, bro. Not even for like a healthy aspect, just that it just be trash. Yeah. And I'm I'm already spending money to get to the show. Then I gotta spend money to, to like nah. I'm, I wait till I get home, bro. Especially if I got a home cooked meal. That's bro. It'd be like two, three in the morning, bro. Food already be made. It'd be like thank you. And I'll be good to go. <laughs> Bet, man. Well, listen. I need to know. Uh, been for a while, and this is gonna be another hard question, right? But what's one of the hardest lessons that you've had to learn in the business? I got a couple of them, honestly. A couple of them. Um, patience, bro. Patience and like eating. I don't want to say eating shit because that's just a part of it, but definitely the patience aspect and just knowing that like sometimes you gotta just let motherfuckers get over on you. Like you feel me? It it, it don't be worth it. Like you just here you take that little and and not over in the sense of like wins and losses. Just like you know you know the politics, bro. The yep. politics crazy and it's just like. All right, but it's it, it's a game that ain't hard to be played. It's just more so like, I ain't got time for this, bro. But definitely just the patience. But Johnny told us that early, bro, because every day all you was doing was roll up, roll down, side bump, side bump, back bump, front bump, arm drag, arm drag. I hate arm drags, bro. I can't Yo, bro, you will never see me do an arm drag in a match. Maybe. <laughs> If by choice, I will never do an arm drag. Arm drags, hip toss, like real fundamentals. But it's like seeing that now, and this is not like to like shit on anybody that's out here, but there aren't a lot of like wrestlers out here that have a lot of good fundamentals, bro. Or that you look at them like, all right, I know I got to be a little careful here. You feel me? So just the, 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 the patience was a hard lesson, but discipline. Just having discipline and just knowing like when to choose. And so in other words, when like pretty much when to shut up. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> so with that being said, what kind of advice would you give to up and coming wrestlers? Shut up. Don't talk. Just, <laughs> just be quiet, bro. Cause I would go because when I first started, bro, so look, let me tell you a story. I think I, I probably told this before. But anyway. Um it's crazy. So let's just say, right? I had a friend, right, who was connected with another guy, right, who had talent, bro, who all that talent is now in AEW, bro, right, no bullshit, like, all of them, bro, came through with this guy, I was working with them, because around the time they started coming up, he was like, hey, you know, I know you're in the business, you're learning, come over here, you could help me be, like, my media assistant, blah, 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 whatever the case may be, I'm like, okay, cool, bet, so me, being ambitious and everything, I'm thinking like, yo, I got connects over here. I'm here at WW. Let me bring it together. Nah. They weren't. People was, yo, bro, people was trying to bury me so fast, bro, and so hard, but it was like, everything that I was doing wasn't coming from like a I'm better than, I'm moving too fast. I'm I'm passionate about this. You know, and it's like, hey, if, and, and and I learned the the um importance of networking very early when I was in high school. And uh, yeah, bro. I used to be upset, but now I'm over it. But just seeing that like all right, like no funny shit, bro. When MJF first started, bro, I was a, I was with that dude that kinda helped like get him up there. But I remember seeing one of his very first promos, bro. And then now the only reason why I remember him was because of that damn the 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 the, the scarf, bro. <laughs> yeah. 
No way. Yeah, but yeah, just um, when you're new to the business, bro, just be quiet, ask questions, know the time and place. Like if you got, if you feel like something is wrong or misinterpreted, just wait till after. Because if you say something right then and there, you're just going to make it worse. And you don't want to make it worse. Just be quiet. Take notes. Watch everything. Whoever the top guy is, wherever you're training, or, you know, wherever you go at, bro, watch that top guy. Like, like befriend him. Be, like, be like his right-hand man. You feel me? Like, everybody knows that's what I did with PJ, bro. Like, PJ was the guy at WW, bro. He was Johnny's guy. I seen that. I want to learn from you, bro. And now we out here killing it. You feel me? Like, PJ has helped me a lot personally and professionally in my life. And that just came because, like, he understood where I was coming from. And I asked questions, bro. You ask questions, you you just be quiet. And I know it sounds redundant, like, ask questions, but be quiet. It sounds crazy. But, like I said, time and place. But um, just be patient. Like, there's no need to rush. There's no need to rush at all. No, not at all. Uh, Yo, so... You've traveled, you've been to Philly, you've mentioned, you know, I know you haven't been to Chicago yet, but you mentioned Chicago, you mentioned New York, you mentioned all around, but I need to know, man, because you've been in all these locker rooms, I have to have one do and one don't of the locker room. Oh, um, absolutely, once you walk in, say hi to everybody, it's just, it's, it's just etiquette, like, like, a lot of people won't do it to you, but as long as you did it, bro. No one can say, don't give nobody the bullets to shoot you, bro. Because people always looking to bring down people who's good. So we walk in the locker room. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Feel me? Some people do a general wave, you know, if everybody's like in one spot. But definitely just say hi. Um, What not to do? Uh, What not to do? What not? There's a lot of things not to do. Bro. I haven't seen some crazy shit happen in there, bro. <laughs> Um, the biggest not to do though, I want to say, um, like, don't be a jackass. Like, just like, you don't got to be loud, bro. You don't got to be like all eyes on me. Like we're all, we're all workers. We're all guys in the back. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, just go over your shit, go out there, get your shit over, come back and go home, have a beer, do something. You feel me? But like walking around like you're the man and you're this and that and oh and, and don't bring if especially if it's not clear with the promoter stop bringing all your belts bro don't bring belts from other promotions like that shit is weird <laughs> yo <laughs> don't bro like just keep them shits at home and it's mad heavy and you're not defending it so just why are you like why why are you flexing for the locker room we all know what this is you know it's just it's weird but yeah don't be a don't be an asshole. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So listen, those are all my heavy hitting questions, but we do gotta get into the second best segment of the three count podcast. And that is the three count podcast, 10 count questions. You're probably trying to figure out what was first, right? It's Red Dogs Power Rankings that you can find every Sunday on our <laughs> debate show. Tune in. You guys can check that out all the time. But anyway, this is three count podcast, 10 count questions. And Mr. Bougie, this is how it works. I'm gonna fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast. Okay. And uh, whatever's your answer, that's your answer. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. All right, dope. I'm excited. So we're going to put it on the imaginary timer for added pressure. Bing! And here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Off rip. Favorite, favorite movie? Oh, shit. Oh, God. Uh, Friday. Nice. 
Sonic or Mario? Mario. Favorite color? Blue. Night Owl or Early Bird? Oh, a little bit of both, but I wake up really early, so you could say Early Bird if I don't got nothing to do. Okay. Favorite signature move? Of my own or just like in general? Why not both? So my, oh, damn, bro, I got two favorites, but my Pele kick, I do like a spinning Pele kick, your breath is just so fire. Fire. <laughs> fire. Uh, um, from on TV? Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, when, when Kane used to do the, the, the flying clothesline off the top, <laughs> crack. <laughs> Bet. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Favorite podcast? Favorite podcast. Honestly, I might have to say three count, you know, you know what I mean? You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying you know? it might be marketed everywhere. Who knows? You know you what know? I mean? Like, it is what it is, right? Hand <laughs> a little bit, you know? <laughs> Nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. <sighs> PJ. Uh, I want to see PJ on it. PJ would be pretty dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, PJ. We're going to reach out to you because... Um, we've crossed paths a couple times. (laughs) And then last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person that comes on this podcast, favorite curse word. So, all right. So usually, bro, no, I'm not going to say that one. So I've I've been being a wrestler, bro. um, Motherfucker is like just a wrestling, like curse word, bro. Like, it, it's 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 fun. I'll be at my house, get man, mother, God, you feel me? I'll be I'll be rolling with those, but yeah. Yeah. Say that. it's really hard too because like you're like you know you get told all the time like this is a family friendly show, it's PG, so Yo. try not to curse. And then you take that one bump, you're like, fuck, you're like, oh. yeah, yo, <laughs> yo, I, I did um, it was SWF Mega Slam. It was like two weeks ago, right? Yeah, it was like two weeks ago. Fam- family friendly show, right? Anyway, I'm a everybody knows I'm a, I'm a jackass, right? So I'm bothering I'm bothering kids while I'm going to the back, and this kid comes up to me with the most sincere, genuine face and does this. Right there, I'm like, ah, whatever. I go in, bro. He does this. I'm like, uh- yo, <laughs> yo, bro, I was so mad, yo, because I-, I was gonna do it. I was gonna do. It. I'm like, nah, I can't do it. It's a family friendly show. He got me. The rest of the night, I made it a mission to make that kid mad, bro. <laughs> I went out more times, bro. That, that was just my goal. I didn't care about none of those, but to get that kid upset. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see, like, it's still, like, getting at you. It, yeah, yo, bro, it, if there's a... I'm going to try and see if anyone got footage. Yo, bro, I was really mad, bro. Like, you gotta understand, because it's, like, in my head, I was going to do it to him, and I said, do not... Do not extend your hand, bro. Do not do it. And I did it, and he just went like that. And no one got mad. He got he had his little two little earrings on, too. He thought he was so fucking cool, bro. He thought he was so cool, bro. Got me so mad. Oh, shit. But, hey, those are all my questions I do have to ask. But what I do need is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Jay Bougie everywhere. That is J. Not, okay, not J-A-Y. Literally the letter J. I've seen people like, no, bro, it's just the letter J, bro. J Bougie, B-O-U-J-I-I. Cannot forget the double I. Always, you feel me? Um, that is on Twitter, uh, the Facebook, uh, 
the Instagram, uh, the TikTok. I don't dance on there though, but I'll be putting like some stuff up there. Like you can edit some cool shit on TikTok, bro. That's why I like using it. You feel me? Um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Pro wrestling tees, you know that, but that, that link is in the bio. You don't got to worry about it. But while I'm here, even though it, this might air after the show, STP, we're going to kick y'all asses on May 20th, bro. We're going to kick y'all asses 100%. Rev, I'm in a bodega street fight with you. I don't like you. We'll be posting weird stuff on Twitter. I'm going to smack you in the back of your head. Shane Taylor, PJ's going to knee you right in your mouth. He's going to pack you up to Moses and O'Shea, the faces ones, Jacko and face. They're going to pack y'all up too, man. They're going to put you up in a pack and roll you up. Like Face says, it's R.I.P. S.T.P. And on that, let me hit you with my line to take witness. God bless. And okay. there you go. He gave you everything that you needed in A.O., man. Don't worry. S.T.P. going to find out about this real soon, too. But yeah, We'll pop some shit after this, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> so, like every good part of a wrestling match, we got to take this home because this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering, and I'm your host, Clever Red Dog, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. But like every good Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficient than you can. That's why it's not about me. It's about who's entering the ring. And today, you see him right there, the true entertainer himself, Jay Bougie. So you know you guys know what to do. You guys tune into the next episode and be there or... Listen, you just wait for this episode to end. You wait for that outro. And then mm-hmm. you choose another episode to mm-hmm. listen to. Peace. We out. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to Twitter.com, right? Go over there. Find us at the Three Count underscore pod. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to YouTube.com. Give subscribe. Turn the bell on. Turn on notifications. Leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to Anger.fm forward slash the Three Count Podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the Three Count Podcast also has merchandise oh. at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please. <laughs>